0: Sukkah, Perak Dalad, 4, 5. Mitzvahs, Arava, Ketzad. How did they perform that special mitzvah of the Aravos, those large Aravos, in the base of Megdash? So first of all, they needed these massive willow branches. The Aravos to use were huge. They had to be 11 Amos long, as we'll see why shortly. 11 Amos, roughly, which is getting close to 20 feet. Something like, you know, uh, five, five, six meters, seven meters. Massive. So, um, how do they get them? What to do with them? Makum Haile There's a certain place at the bottom of the mountain Mirushalayim where the waters would gather because it flowed down the hill and therefore have a marsh to and wet area to grow these massive willow branches. Vinikra Moza. The place was called Moza. Now, the Gemara says it actually was had another name, the primary name, which is Kolnia, And Kolnia means uh, like tax exempt. And motz, actually, the word Mutsa also mean, would mean like taken out, exempt from paying taxes. It's brought down that the people in this town, let's call it whatever, this place, uh, were exempt of taxes because they provided these massive special willows um, for the base of Mikdash uh, services and purposes. The Bartanura, our hero in this Sheer, actually says that when he, in his time, he lived in the 15th century um, in Jerusalem, there was a place that was called Kolnia, and indeed it was at the bottom of the hill, and indeed it had large willow branches growing there. So that's Moza. Not sure if the modern day place called Moza near the, on the way out of Jerusalem is the same place or not, that I can't say. Very possibly. So, Yorn Lisham, Malakten, Misham, Murbios, Shalarava. They went down there and they gathered from their massive branches of willows, and they were had to be about 11 almost long, as I said, because uvan v'zokvin osan they would stand them up and drape them over the side of the altar, v'roshehen and their tops, the tips of these things, k'fufin they actually would um, tip over and touch the top of the mezbeach, Now, the mizbeach is a very tall structure. It's basically made up of three um, rectangles um, or prisms that are like kind of, imagine it's poured concrete. Okay, so the first layer called the Yasod, which was 32 Amos on a side. Basically, it's a little more complicated. It's called 32 on a side for now. Um, And one Amah high, that's what's important. Then it was recessed in one Amah. Then you had the middle layer, which is called the sovev, which was five Amos high Um, and since it was, if the other one was 32, this is basically 30 on a side because recessed one almond in on all sides here. Um, one almond from the top is where they had that the, the chuta sikra, that red line, went on top of the sobev there. And then you had um, the third layer called the gag. The gag was also recessed in one more tefach on all sides. So you basically, at, at, let's call it 28 on a side. Um, and it was three amos high. So if you do the math, one ama high for the Yasod plus five Amahai high for the sovev, plus three Amahai high for the gog. One plus five plus three gives you nine. And then on the four corners of the mizbeach, atop of the gog, there the karne Mizbeach, These karen is like a, a horn. Um, there are these uh, ama by ama by ama blocks on the four corners, which adds another ama to the height. So the top of the karen to the bottom of the yesod would be a total of ten almost the nine I counted before plus a tenth for the karen now the mission here says they were they stood these large murbiya Shalrava, these willow branches on the side of the Yisbeach, meaning that the bottom of the branch was sitting on the corner atop the yesod so it's an ama off the ground um, but still, it has to reach up another nine, almost, as it draped over, to get to the top of the cairn. Then it needs to reach over the cairn and then back down again to touch the top, the gog, the, uh, the of the altar on top there, where the pyres were burning. So you have to get essentially ignoring the diagonal part of it. You basically have to get um, nine up to the top of the cairn, roughly speaking, one over a tenth, and then one down again, an eleventh ama, basically. I'm um, still so seeing these massively long arabos, um, and when they put them on there, draped over the mizbeach, taku veherio ve'taku, they blowed they tr- blew trumpets, and um, these were trumpets for the sake of simcha. Um, there were three blasts: takia, the long solid blast; the trua, the broken blast; and takia again, a long blast. Um, it's learned out from pesukim. We learn in Rosh Hashanah that there's, whenever you're blowing the shofar, you have to have a tekiah and then a trua and then a tekiah again. So that's why I have three here. At the end of the Sech, in the fifth parak, uh, Mishneh also, we'll talk about, we'll count trumpet blasts and we'll say, Shalosh Shalgabe There are three for being on top of the mizbeach. That's referring to these trumpet blasts over here. So these trumpets are signaling the joy that's going on as we are um, doing the mitzvah um, with the tradition of, of draping these massive, the branches on top of the mezbeach. Now, every day, meaning the first six days of Sukkot, they would encircle the altar one time around. Now, if you're encircling the altar, you're going to have to pass through an area called Ben Ulam between the antechamber that goes into the heichal and and the mizbeach itself, and that area is restricted to just kohanim. So therefore it means it must be just kohanim are encircling the mizbeach this, this one time. Um, and when they do that, what's in their hand? That's a machlokus. That's a um already uh, in the Gemara. So one shita is that they're holding a ravos, willow branches. The other pshat is that they are holding a lulav, meaning the minim like we're accustomed to hold, on Sukkot, so, they held it as it went around. So, although it's is is in the Gemara, Rashi says, the maskan of the Gemara, at least in our Gemara here, is that they held the lula branches, and that's the Bar learns, not here, but in the Mishnah Gimel. Previously, he says, it was there, they were carrying lula branches around Mizbeach, one time each of those six days. The Rambam Paschans, they're holding, did I say that right? They're holding the ravas the, 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 the um, the willow branch. The Rambam says, no, they were holding, and this like codifies it, that they would hold the Arba Minan, the Lulav, and the other three, and they would go around, the Kahn would go around the Mizbeach one time. Now, <coughs> excuse me, the Omrim, and when they went around, what did they do? They, they said, Ana Hashem Hoshiana, Ana Hashem Hatzlichana. They said, please Hashem, Give us um, salvation, please, Hashem. Allow us to succeed in overcoming and achieving what we need to achieve. That is actually a direct quote from the pasuk we say, of course, in the Halil that we recite. nowadays. Also, we say it on, on uh, every Sukkot, and the, the, the in Tehillim, Per Kufiy Ches, one eighteen, pasuk Chafhe twenty five, and that was the, that's the chapter of the Hallel that we say. So it's a quote from that pasuk. Rabbi huda says, "No, what they said. Oh, he said what they said was." Omer, um, Ani V'ho Hoshiana. They said, instead, they said, Ani vaho should please grant us salvation. Now this Ani V'ho, brings two pshat and what it means. Um, the first pshat is a little uh, esoteric, let's call it Kabbalistic. These names, anna and vaho are two names of Hashem, three letter names of Hashem. You probably recognize them from what goes on on Hoshana Rabbah. Um, in any case, um, and actually, every time you do the Hoshana, it's in truth. So, as you go around each time, once a day. So, so, these two names, the sort of esoteric, mystical source of them is um, there are three psukim, three verses in Shmos Yodalad, Shmos 14, Psukim Tes Chaf, and Chaf three in a row, 20, tw- sorry, 19, 20, 21. Each of those three psukim there, um, have exactly 72 letters, starting with Okay, so starting there, those three p'sukim, um, each have 72 letters. And the tradition is that if you read those p'sukim correctly, as I'll describe in a minute, you can form triplet w- names, like three-letter names of Hashem. So the way that you create those names is that you take the you read the first and third psukkim in order, like the first letter, and then second letter, and that's going to be the first letter and the second letter, if you will, of the the first letter of the first name, second letter, of the first letter of the second name, and then you. so I'm Sorry, I made it say that badly. You read it forwards, so the, you, the each of the seventy letters in a forwards way, but the the middle verse, verse chaf, you read backwards. So you match the first letter of the first verse with the last letter of the second verse with the first letter of the third verse. And then you'll get a name. And you move through the pasukim like that, you'll get a total of 72 names, since each one has 72 letters. So, for example, the first pasuk begins with vayisa. So there you go. Um, the first letter is avav. And the second pasuk ends with the word halila. So the last letter is a hey. Lila ends with a hey, so it's a hey. And then the third pasuk, again, begins with avav, vayet. So you have Vav, hey, Vav, that's Vaho. And that will be the first um, of the three-letter names that are created. And if you do the same thing with uh, go through the whole thing, halfway through, the 37th names we created is Ani, Aleph, Nun, Yod. So Ani, Vaho are two names of Hashem that are created in this way from based on those Pesukim. And this is a reference to that. The words Ani, Vaho in gematria... Um, Add up to the number seventy-eight, which is the same as Ana Hashem, and that's understood to be the same thing. Ana Hashem hoshiana. So this is instead of saying Ana Hashem, we say Ani Vaho. The numbers, if you can't shake them out, Ani Aleph is one, Nun is fifty, Yod is ten. So one plus fifty is sixty. Excuse me, one plus fifty is fifty-one plus ten is sixty-one, and then that's the Ani, and the Vaho is a, two Vavs, each are six for a total of twelve, plus a he in the middle gives you 17. 17 plus 61 is 78, which is the same as Ana Hashem. Ana Hashem, Ana is two Alephs. That's two. And the Nun is 50, so 52. And the Hashem, Yud Vavke is 26, so things people know. So 26 plus 52 gives you 78, the same gematria. That's the idea over here, that Ana is gematria, Ana Hashem, and it's these two mystical names of Hashem based on that postach, three-letter names, the 72 Letter combinations, and that's what's going on over here. Um, says review you know what you should do. There is a second. There is, by the way, a second shot or a couple of different, a second second shot where it's anivahu. Uh, I and Hashem are together um, in this tsara, like meaning, so to speak, Hashem's with me in the tzara, in the in this trouble. And the pasuk delim says, "Imo anochi I am with him, Klal Yisrael, in his tsara, and hoshiyana." Um, save us, save, sa- save, save us. So they-, they should be, yeah, we should be saved, granted salvation. So it's a reference to Hashem is with us, and therefore He should respond to our suffering by giving us salvation from it. Okay. Now, va'oso ayom and on that day, that day meaning the big day of what we call now Hoshana Raba, that's the seventh day of. Sukkot, the day before Shemini Atzeris. So on that day, makifin esam is b'ach shevapamim. Instead of going around one time, they go around seven times. Now this is a reference, and it's reliving, if you will, the experience of Yehoshua, Joshua, and the Jews going around Yericho seven times. um, One time each of the first six days, and then seven times on the seventh day, after which the walls miraculously tumbled down or fell in, and they were able to easily, easily conquer Yericho. And since sort of the essential, um, simcha of the holiday is to give thanks to Hashem and all the kindness he's bestowed upon us and the ultimate kindness when he brought miracles on our behalf. So we're recognizing that miracle and we're recalling it and we're thanking Hashem for it. Nowadays, of course, we don't have them as beach, so We can't do that, but of course, with something very similar. The minig is, um, is like a zecher to this custom. We do the, we do, they take out, like on Hashanah Rabbah, you do it seven times, and so on every ta- every sukkah. Each has circus, you do the same thing. Take it a say for Torah. It sort of is like a mizbeach. I'm um, granting us kapara as if it the best I can. Since we can't, it's the best we can do. Like Hashem promised Avram that whenever you say the Karbonos, if you can't bring Karbonos, it's as if they brought them. Like see the megillah Lamar aleph. So so the same idea. We bring this. Say for Torah in the middle, and then everyone goes around it. One time in the first six times, six days, and then seven times the seventh day of Rabbah. And that's and that's um relived a little bit over even Bismana's. Now, we go around seven times. and then when we finish with that, the bar the understands uh, we're talking about on the seventh day when we walk with the last time of the year. But other Muforshima it's each of those days that we they walk around it. So then. We say mahen omrim, What do they say as they depart from the mizbeach? Yofi lacha mizbeach. Yofi l'cha mizbeach. Yofi means beauty. So beauty is to you mizbeach altar. Beauty is to you mizbeach. Meaning that we provide, we beautified you by draping you with these with these branches and walking around you as the center of our focus and saying these tfilas. Um So that's like a, a glory to you mizbeach because um, you do what because in recognition of what you do for us, you are the Agent that allows us to have kapara, atonement. Verbaliezer Omer, no. He says what they said is, leka, that's yud and a that name of a Hashem leka ulacha leka ulacha which means, leka, to Hashem, we are grateful, ulacha and to you, the, the altar, we give, we praise for being our agents. It's important to understand that the mizbeach and Hashem are not on the same equal footing, of course. Hashem is the one to whom we turn our eyes exclusively, but we recognize he has this agent that he chose called the mezbeach, which allows us to get kapara, and we praise that, that agent because it's so fantastic, but of course the thanks goes directly to Hashem, not to the mezbeach. Um So we say, it's saying, laka to Hashem, we give thanks, U'l'cha mezbeach, we praise the mezbeach for you. We, we say that twice. laka U'l'cha mezbeach, Laka Ulacha mezbeach. Okay.